Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I am your other host, and my name is Tenant Michael. James is my landlord. I'm his tenant. That's the basic premise of this pod. Well, there's a lot more to it than that. Once again, you uh, make it seem lame, Mike. No, no, no. But it's like an onion with millions of layers. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast because it's like an onion. You don't see cool teens on the subway go, hey, man, what's a good podcast that's like an onion I can listen to? Imagine if you listened to this podcast and like when you chop an onion, it made your eyes water. Well, that would be wonderful. Cereal or S Town, they make your eyes water, make you cry. Make you cry from start to finish. You just talked about teens, cool teens. Can I just say, I passed by a group of really cool-looking teens today, and I sort of did some eavesdropping. I tried to to overhear what they were saying, and they were having a raucous, lively conversation. It was like something out of West Side Story. And as I listened, I realized they were talking about how they were excited to see the new Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that interesting to just get some insight into uh, the teenage mind? Wow. Well, good for you for stalking and skulking around, now, I guess, a schoolyard and eavesdropping no, on children, Mike. It was it's on the subway. Oh, that makes it okay. All huh? I did was stand very close to a group of boys on the subway. <laughs> I didn't go to a schoolyard. <laughs> okay. Um, well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, if you've been listening, you know that um, there's an investigation going on at my house after a death of a butler, so I'm crashing at Mike's for uh, the next little while. It's me and James against the world in my tiny one-bedroom apartment. Well, it's us individually against the world with our own individual things. I don't like to get grouped in with no. you too much, but um, okay. but I think it's been cool. I've been in the bed. Mike, you've been crashing on the couch with your cats. Yes. I, uh, it reminds me of uh, you know going camping. Camping in your own home. Camping in my own home. Well, it is drafty in here and cold it's and very drafty. wet. How are you liking sleeping in my bed in my, uh, with my uh, sheets and my pillowcase? And well, I, you know what? I didn't tell you this, but I actually went, oh, well, I went to the bay and I actually bought myself a new bed. Oh. Which uh, they had brought in when you were uh, off one day. So there are two beds in my bedroom now. Just so listeners know, uh, James has forbidden me. Oh no, your me. your old mattress is just on the uh, on your balcony, uh, and I got new sheets. Obviously, I'll oh. take it with me when I go. But um, right. so your sheets and and mattresses are just outside on the balcony. Oh, it's been snowing and it's wet. Um, but, but you know, okay. drying is a thing, Mike. Things dry. It's called uh, science. Um, yeah, so I'm good in there. Um, I've got my noise machine. I've got my cappuccino maker. Yes. And you use that cappuccino maker at the oddest hours. Oh, yeah. I swear to God, I heard you making a, you know, uh, some coffee at 3.30 in the morning last night. I don't drink it. It just, the sound helps me sleep. I see. I find a noise machine's helpful, but I need that extra layer. So, yeah, right. I run a cappuccino machine all night. Interesting. Which is going to do a number on your hydro bill, but. Mm, I suppose. <laughs> Um, so I, I like having you here, James, because you are my best friend and you you are also my landlord and, and my, my pod, best friend, pod partner. And, um, you know, that's one thing, but also 
I have to admit, uh, living together as a grown man with a roommate in a tiny space does have its challenges. And if people listened last week, they'll know we got into a bit of a tiff over um, your the flashlight that you mounted in my shower that I thought was a trinket holder. Yes, which is insane. Um, I, I put my grandma's ring in there, my grandpa's necklace, and my medical alert bracelet, and th- they were just That is not my problem. Afterwards. That is not my fault. It is very normal when you travel to bring a travel not normal flashlight mount for the shower. Anyway, listeners will be uh, glad to know that we've had yet another little fight because of uh, being roommates. Mm, again. Uh, may I tell the story? James? Sure. So, uh, James, you moved in, and you brought with you what I thought was a, a jar of candies, mm-hmm. right? And you left it right by the toilet. So for the past week or two, I've been just grabbing a handful of what I thought were blue Smarties uh, and some, some red candies that I thought were, you know, I don't know, uh, those Mike and Ikes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out I was wrong. They weren't candies at all. They were actually medicine that I didn't need. So fast forward to me walking down the street after eating a handful of candy, suddenly I get the, the weirdest, and I hate to use this word, boner I've ever had in my life, feel like I can't breathe, rushed myself to the hospital, I told the doctor I ate a handful of candies, they did some tests on me, turns out I had ingested five Cialis pills and some Ativan and God knows what else was in there. Once again, Mike is so completely oblivious. Yes, I. this is what I do at home, so it's what I did at Mike's place. I put a bowl out with pills I need throughout the day. Uh, I'm talking Viagra, Cialis, uh, Adderall, Diazepam, you know, various things I need throughout the day. Mike, you know, it's number one rule. If you see pills, uh, you know, in a, in a pack or in a bowl... I thought it was toilet candy! Toilet candy is not a, a thing, Mike. Like, this is crazy. You should have labeled the jar. First of all, you owe me $80 it from was in a all Starburst. those Viagra you took. Okay, fine. We'll deal with that after. But it was in a Starburst jar. So forgive me for thinking it was a because jar Because I candies. like to have fun when I take my pills. Okay? Good. Anyway, the doctor told me that I had a near-fatal case of extreme rigidity. In my downstairs, he told me that all the blood in my body had rushed to my you-know-where, and I only had a mere thimbleful of blood left in my brain, keeping me alive. Have you ever seen when a, a newborn baby uh, maybe is born premature, and they have to put no. it in an incubator? That's what they had to do with my you-know-what. Attached all these wires to it, had to put it in a heating case. How many Viagra did you take? I don't know, seven, eight. We'll never know. Well, I don't know what to say. Like I, I, like I said last week, I feel like I'm living with an Amish person. He sees a flashlight on the, in the shower and thinks, ooh, what is this old-fashioned thing? He sees a bunch of Viagra and he thinks they're candy. Like, I don't know if... Like, I feel like you are the one in the wrong here and that no, everyone agrees that I am in the uh, right. I feel like I'm with someone who does, who's never like turned on a computer or listened to cool music. Like I Not feel like true. I'm living with a grandma. Not true at all. I'm a... First of all, I'm a young man, and uh, I do I like gizmos and gadgets. So everything you're saying, you don't have a single wrong. gizmo and gadget in here. I have a keyboard, and I have an old um, IBM laptop. <laughs> oh my god! Anyhow, well, I guess moving on. Uh, sorry, I guess about your penis. Well, Did it get you. back to normal? Or the doctor says I need to go in for extreme um, physio. 
Oof, because Boy, any the bloodletting? The blo- blood vessels are have been stretched too much. And not to be crude, but what a waste that this once-in-a-lifetime boner happens to you and... Hmm, not sure I'm noticing any dates uh, in your life right you now know, or steady it, girlfriends. So thanks for the concern. I, I will say that this boner was so weird. It made a noise. Really? And there was like you there was like smoke coming. I don't want to get too into it. It's it's too upsetting, but yeah. There was wow. Yeah. What was the noise? It was kind of like um and I thought it was like um someone's cell phone buzzing. But it was actually my own, uh, you know what? Oh, God. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you, Mike. But uh, best of luck with your penis. And uh, I have no idea. All right. Before we get to our big segment, and this week it is a big one, we'd like to say a a thank you, as usual, to our uh, friends who help us out on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash landlord tenant. Yes. And... Um, thank you to everyone who gives on that. We're, we're, we're going to do bonus episodes for you guys. And if you can't do anything on the Patreon, if you just download it or tell your friends, God, that'd be great. You sound sad. I don't know why I got sad. Yeah. You know how people in church, they pass around the basket and people give money? Yeah. I like to imagine that that's the same with our podcast on Patreon. <laughs> and people are passing around the basket in this beautiful cathedral. And we're getting all the it's money. It's not that fun to, to ask. It'd be better if someone just gave it to us. Absolutely. If you're a philanthropist listening, please get in touch. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time to change the energy in here, because it's been a weird start, and do a segment, like a fun, I'm thinking a fun segment, kind of like an entertainment tonight style segment. Sort Absolutely. Of, yeah, change the tone. Um, so we thought of a, of a fun segment called... And it's, a, it's, I think, a pretty fun idea, mm-hmm. kind of original. It's called Hot or Not. Or, no, wait. The Landlord and Tenant Podmas presents Hot or Not. And this is us doing you a favor by telling you, you know, we look, we've looked at the landscape of pop culture and, and media and news, and we've determined what is hot and what is not this winter. Absolutely. Um, so let's get the theme music going and... Uh... Mike, why don't you start us off with what's hot and what's not? I'd love to. All right, so the first thing that's hot right now, ding, 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 it's old people, right? Old people are certainly having a moment right now, whether it's uh, Bernie Sanders, who's, I believe, 78, Mm -hmm. to uh, Larry David and, I mean, the entire cast of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you seen Richard Lewis on the season 10? I I haven't seen it yet. He's older than ever, better than ever. And you were saying he looks good? He's looking good. I just can't wait to see what he looks like in season 20. I, I would love to see that. And old people right now in 2020 are proving that age ain't nothing but a number, and they're really showing young people how it's done. Okay, now time for my not. Here's what's not hot right now. The coronavirus. It's a SARS-like virus spreading through China at an alarming rate. And they recently found their first American uh, person with coronavirus living in Seattle. Imagine if Frasier was still on the air and they could do an episode about that. Oh, my God. I could see something like where someone goes, Frasier, you're a doctor. Can you do something about that type of doctor? Exactly. Yeah. And he'd have a mask on. Mm-hmm. 
Ni- yeah, Niles would come to visit, and he has a mask on. Yes. Niles, what is that on your face? Well, you can't be too careful. Anyway. Next, uh, next subject. <laughs> Here's what's hot right now. The Korean boy band BTS. And guess what, Toronto listeners? They're coming to Toronto this May. Two dates at the Rogers Center. These are. This is one of the biggest bands in the world right now. And if you're not listening to BTS, you're out of the loop. I'll tell you what's not hot. Um, this spring, if you live in Toronto, trying to get a reservation at one of our top restaurants like Kelsey's or Casey's or Jack Astor's. And I'll tell you why. Because the seven members of BTS... They love dining in Toronto. They're and foodies. They, yes, and they suck up all the tables and with reservations. You know, so good luck trying to, if you're hungry this spring, trying to eat anything because chances are that RM, Jin, Sugar, J Hope, Jimin, V, and Jungkook have already beat you to it. Moving on, uh, some more food related news. I'll tell you what's hot right now Italy! Yes, that's right, Italy. It's a brand new 50,000 square foot Italian food emporium in the heart of downtown Toronto. It's over three floors. They've got everything from bars to cafes to full restaurants. And whether you like only bruschetta or you like a full Italian meal, they have everything to cater to your needs. Eat up. That's true, Mike, but I'll tell you what's not hot. Italy ripoffs. Oh. Yeah, here in Toronto and elsewhere in North America, Italy is becoming so popular. We're seeing other places try to rip off the idea. Really? Right here in Toronto, there's already Montreal, okay. which is a Montreal-themed one. Austrium, which is an Austrian one. Right. Portugal, which is a Portuguese, Portuguese cuisine. Mm-hmm. And another one called Belgrade Nightmare. Which is a Ser- What's that? What's a Serbian themed restaurant slash horror escape room? So oh, and that serves it's sort of like Italy, but it's like Serbian food. Yeah, and they ma- they combine that with an escape room, and it's very right. scary. The Balkans, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cursed area of the world, the Balkans. It really is. Moving on. Here's another thing that's hot right now: the Sandman. No, I'm not talking about the candy-colored clown who comes into your window every night and puts you to sleep. I'm talking about Adam Sandler. Oh! The actor. He just did Uncut Gems, and he is really hot in Hollywood right now. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what's not hot right now. You just mentioned Uncut Gems. What's not hot? Circumcised men. Yes, that's right. According to recent studies, fewer men these days are going through with the procedure of having their foreskin removed. Uh, I think it used to be, I think, 65% of men did it. Now it's, I think, below 50. And, um, you know, I got to say, I feel like I can speak for both of us, James, when I say that we agree that circumcision ain't cool. Uh, It makes a, a man's penis look ugly and gross. And, in fact, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, if you are a circumcised man, or you know a circumcised man, and you're listening to this podcast, you can just go ahead and smash that unsubscribe button. Because we don't necessarily want you listening to this program. <laughs> okay, and that was Hot or Not. What that a was, good segment. That was I a like lot that. of fun. Yes. We got to do that again. It was like a fun energy. Yeah, I feel like we just uh, got off a roller coaster ride. I'm so me too. Me so too. Happy. 
Um, okay, well, why don't we take a break right now and then come back with our guest? Let's do it. And welcome back to the show, everybody. This week's guest is an old friend of ours, and it's, it's strangely his first time appearing on the show. Without any further ado, let's welcome comedian, actor, and writer Adam Christie. Hello, boys. Hi, Adam. Thanks Hi. for coming. Uh, it's Thank good you. to be here. I can't wait to do it, and I can't wait to be part of the Second Timers Club. Yes. We, we, you know what? Let's, book, let's get Adam booked again already. How, uh, how about you do the next episode as well? I love it. <laughs> Maybe I won't even leave. Maybe we'll bank a, a full month's worth of episodes. Oh, I oh, love God. it. That would be neat. I guess it's... I'm going to be- start a Patreon um, f- just for me and my appearances on the <laughs> Landlord-Tenant podcast. Okay. Challenge I, accepted. I guess it's <laughs> because you were in Halifax for a long time working. You're in LA. You were for a while. Living in LA. Oh. And now I don't anymore because I got a divorce from my wife and I came <laughs> back to Canada and Woo. now here I am. Wow. A lot of people say it's because I failed out of Los Angeles in my comedy career, but I'd like to think it's also because of my divorce. <laughs> so you're a world traveler. Can mm-hmm. I ask? I, you must get this question a lot. What is the biggest difference between Halifax and Los Angeles, California? <laughs> are, um, they, are they that different? Both big beach towns. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of beach. Um, they love the sand and the surf in both cities. <laughs> Uh, both they both the like Celtic music too, <laughs> right? <laughs> they love. Oh my God! There's nothing of uh, the people a lot, Angelos love more than the music of um, Alan Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's you wouldn't. I, that's interesting to hear it contextualize the differences like that because you know in my head just you know well like know. what L A gave the world like Sublime, <laughs> yep. The Doors, Great no Big doubt, C, no, no doubt. doubt, yeah, yep. Um, and then in Halifax, you have Sloan, mm-hmm. Rich O'Coin, mm-hmm. Picnic Face. Yeah. All, the yeah. three biggest bands out of uh, <laughs> Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, Adam, I'm, you must get this all the time, but oh, what, a, what a young divorcee. You look, you. I know you're young, period. You Are look you, very young. Have you guys been married before? Um, I had an on and off thing with an ex from Russia, but I don't really talk about it, but I was never fully married. I was engaged to a much older woman than I am, and she unfortunately, during our engagement, uh, passed on. Oh, like a George Costanza uh, type scenario. I suppose so, yes. I, uh, I think every widower uh, reminds me of George Costanza. <laughs> That's my general rule. Yeah. Well, she died. How'd she die? She died during a VR skydiving accident. Uh, yes. So she was on the ground, literally, but in her mind, she was 30,000 feet in the air, and her poor ticker just gave out. She oh, was like wow. 70. Well, we oh, don't know. Okay. How, she was in her mid to late 60s. Yeah. You didn't know how old your wife was? She wouldn't. Well, she fiance. She fiance. never revealed the exact age. A woman never tells. A woman never wow. tells. Yep. She was really controlling of Mike, and she started dressing him. Mike showed up to a podcast once wearing overalls and a backwards Kangol. And the one strap of the overalls one strap. He looked ridiculous. Undone. Ruth thought that Mike Ruth? looked cool. Her name was Ruth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's no longer with us. She made Mike uh, take down pictures of his family. Yes. Oh, my God. Controlled my diet. Um, it was, it was a, to- a total system. A total system. Oh. By the way, Mike, I ate some of your bathroom candy. Thank you very much. Oh, no. First of all, it's James's, oh. and it's not candy. It is dangerous medicine. So oh, good luck with your you-know-what and your... Uh, yeah, if it was the blue ones... Yeah. Mm. Oh, were these erection pills? Yes. Have you ever... Ta- 
I know James, you're a you are you're a devotee of of uh, penis pills. Adam, you ever popped a bluey before? Well, I just took one, and uh, I'm not really worried because they don't this. they don't work on me. Really, I'm immune to erection pills. Really, yeah, it, it takes a specific. Uh, amount of uh, things to happen for me to really? get one of those. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Well, every guy is different. Every guy is different. So you need the the temperature to be right. You know, be imagining the right things in your head. No, not really. It just takes really a DVD player and um, the Lord of the Rings uh, extended <laughs> series for me to for me to get one of those. Fair enough. Commentary on. In the- <laughs> interesting. Jack it up. Yeah. It in takes the- me about nine hours. Uh, <laughs> It's a full process. <laughs> it's a full process, and then I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, in the old days, and we've talked about this before, the joke was that if a man wanted to, you know, last longer in the bedroom, he would think of baseball because that was boring. Oh, right. But I feel like that needs to be updated. What do you think? Baseball's gotten so fast, and there's it's... so many more home runs. <laughs> yes. But if I think about baseball while I'm having sex, I'm, I'm ready to. I'd probably, I'd probably go quicker. Actually, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But in our age of tech, do you think that men should think of something else to last longer, like, like uh, coding or uh, uh, downloading their favorite podcast? Yeah, what's the most boring tech thing that you could do? I don't know. Sometimes I'm downloading a podcast and I'm also excited. I'm, I'm, I'm it, ready to go. It's thrilling. It's erotic in a way. To when see. I'm on Stitcher and I get a couple <laughs> Marins in the bank and I see that little thing going Good around. Night. You know, this might be a boring tech thing. I bought a new TV recently. Mm-hmm. And it this is, first free... of all, before you continue, yeah, it's not boring. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, my old TV from like eight years ago yep. had three HDMI inputs. Okay. Three. So I, yeah. So I'm buying a new TV and I think, hey. You put your Nintendo Switch in there. You yes. put your PS4. Yes. You put, um, I don't know. Fire maybe stick. A, your fire stick. Yep. Great. And, oh, and cable box. So I'm already up. So anyway, this new TV, I'm like, well, it's new. It's surely going to have more than three HDMI inputs. Nope. Three. Three. These new TVs need to give us more HDMI inputs. What? I don't want to have to go behind the TV and unplug my Fire Stick to plug in my Switch. James is standing <laughs> up right now. Cool it, James. Anyway, this is a thing how, you could think about. How many inputs do you desire in your television? Honestly, Eight. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Yes, there should be tons of HDMI inputs. I think a TV should only have as many inputs as a person does. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I think us humans also only have three inputs. <laughs> what? Right? Ear, mouth, butt? Nostrils? Yeah, or if for a lady, it's different. But mm. yes, we all have three. In- anyway, this women is not have, going the way I... have four extras, right? Four extras? Three? Um. No, sorry. We should. I just think that TV should be like people. I don't want to get into the the nitty gritty. TV should be like people. I agree. Uh, if listeners feel this way or if they feel differently, shoot us a tweet at ltpodmess. Go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant Adam Christie specific episodes. <laughs> Adam, are you watching anything on TV right now? Um, speaking of TV. Have you guys heard of the circle? The circle? Oh yes, I've been watching the circle. I've watched yeah. it. I've heard of it. I've heard all about it, but I haven't seen a damn second of it. Have you finished it, Adam? I finished it. Yeah, mm-hmm. all twelve episodes are in the bank. Wow. What? Uh, what? Why haven't you watched it? What do you watch? I are you not a man about current trends? I think the last thing I watched was the uh, the three part documentary series about Luca Magnata. <laughs> Don't f with cats. And then I also watched a movie. A, a documentary about Heidi Fleiss. 
God, Mike. The former Hollywood madam about her attempt a few years ago to build a uh, a ranch, like a sex ranch in Nevada, but a stud ranch where women could go and pay a man. Oh, wow. And it's about her struggle to build this uh, sex ranch for ladies. Struggle to find because too many men applied. I think so. I bet every man in the world, that would be their dream. It's the ultimate job, doing what you love. Valhalla. (laughs) I don't work in a ranch. I'm obviously ignorant to this. But I, I feel as though it wouldn't, you, there, you know, you wouldn't see it as often where a woman would think, oh, I, I, sh- I want to go to you to hire a male prostitute. That's seems like what it's seems usually the be, other way around. That's what everyone in the movie keeps telling her. They're like, you know, there's one woman who's a uh, longtime resident of this small town in Nevada who goes to try and talk some sense into Heidi Flies. And she says, Heidi, women aren't going to drive all the way out to the middle of nowhere for a poke. Is that, <laughs> did they really say that in yes. the thing? Can you yeah. say that in a Newfoundland accent? <laughs> Heidi. No one was going to drive all the way out here for a poke. Also, the la- everyone here at the Landlord Tenant Podcast is thinking of Newfoundland in, in this time. Snowed in, you know. Um, we hope that you have enough shovels, enough sand, mm-hmm. enough plows. Mm-hmm. Adam, as a quick aside, who's your favorite character in the circle? Um, this would be boring for Mike. I think I'm. I'm a Joey guy. Obviously, I feel like interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I like Shuby. I like Seaburn. So is everyone oh, just yeah. named after a character from Friends? Oh my! Joey Shuby, you gotta watch this shirk. <laughs> Remember when Shuby gets a monkey in Friends? It's insane! What a wild show! Can you see all their nipples all the time? Actually, the I think it's because I learned this about the show Big Brother Canada. Okay. Is that um, the secret to Big Brother Canada? Is that in the house that it is very hot. So people will shed clothing, and oh. uh, th- there is an unlimited supply of alcohol. Really? So everyone is always drunk and sh- like hot. hot. Yeah, that's wow. interesting. So people are uncomfortable; they'll snap at each other more. Wow! And I think that they use the same thing on the circle because everyone's like wearing nothing in the circle. That's true. I I wondered if they could drink on the show. Well, because they do. They they do show a couple sometimes. of times, yeah. but do you ever see them smoking cigarettes on the mm. circle? No, I don't think no, so. Never, not once. Everybody's Christian on that show. It is the most really? Christian show I think I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. And that's no word of a lie. Yeah. It's the most Christian and most bisexual show I've ever watched. Yeah. And where is it? Is it American? Yeah. It's on Netflix. It was and British originally. It was British originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. There's a British one, too. Here's the thing with Don't Fuck With Cats, too. Is so... Um, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Uh, Absolutely. I yeah. just did. Yes. Um, is that it's very interesting because it's... it's um, it's in the perspective of the people who found Luca Magnata. But I would have liked to see the perspective of the cops and what they thought of that group, because I'm sure they didn't, didn't well, care for any of these. It seems like the Toronto cops didn't pay them any mind and seemed annoyed with these uh, internet sleuths. And then you see a bit of the Montreal police. And I thought it was interesting because this woman who's like the head of homicide in Montreal, she starts like crying, talking about this murder. And I was like, you know, you're a human, but also don't you deal with... Murder all the time? I don't know what happened with the Luca Magnata thing. People found out about the murder on the internet? It started because someone was posting videos killing cats. Oh, killing okay. Ew. And then the people, there was like a Facebook group started to like, we're going to catch this guy. Oh. And then they started like analyzing frame by frame the videos and seeing what was in the background and figuring out where it was on the planet Earth. And then he started posting more and he infiltrated this group that was trying to... to find out who he was and then they were like he's gonna graduate to killing people then he did 
killed one man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. And then, the, so this internet group says to the police, this guy's a freak. They're like, here's all the information we have on him. We knew he was going to kill them, kill someone. And then the police took like forever to like respond. Oh and they're like, God. whatever. And it's the Toronto police? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and how did the internet group know that he moved from killing cats to people? They were like, he's going to. Uh, they just had a, a feeling, and I think so. He, they kind of he, gave these the, the evidence of like this guy's killing cats. We think people are next, and I think Luca Magnata himself had like posted messages saying like that he was going to kill someone. Maybe? Okay, that's a giveaway. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Oh, you got to see it. Plus, it's great if you're. Proud Canuck, you see a lot of Toronto, you yeah. see some Montreal. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> interviews at um, at uh, at uh, at El Furniture Warehouse. Really? <laughs> the sights and the sounds of the annex are in full flux on this documentary. <laughs> you see him in the Eaton Center, posing. Yep. Oh, Luca. cool. He goes to the futon store to uh, try to find a futon. <laughs> um, I think that closed. He's having a lot of bubble tea. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very Toronto. Um, Adam, you uh, you uh, are performing in all the Just for Laugh festivals mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. all over the world. All over the world. And you were just in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? Did you get to travel around, or was it sort of in and out? No, it was very in and out. I was there for five days. And wasn't it on fire when start- you were there? It started to be on fire. Oh when my I was god! There. Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it takes a day to get there. It takes a yeah. day to get to Australia. So wh- how, so it was like a full 24-hour flight? Oh. Or a couple of flights? Uh, yeah, a couple of flights. You go to Vancouver, and then you go to Australia. And it was very fun. Mm. There's really nothing funny about <laughs> this comedy trip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe there'd be an anecdote. or no you, you went out to the outback and met a character. <laughs> Not know. at all. Everyone was very nice, and I liked it a lot. Do you understand now where Nick Cave is coming from, now that you've spent... 48 hours in Australia. No, but you know what? Um, I get Nick Cave a lot as a celebrity lookalike sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Say something spooky? Um, a ghost. I can see it. I don't know anything about Nick Cave. I don't James, either. Can I say something about your beard? Please. And back me up on this, Mike. Okay, if but I have to. But you don't see a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I really like it. Okay. Your sideburns and full mm-hmm. beard do not connect. That's true. Yeah, what the hell's going on? A couple of people have mentioned this to me. It's completely natural. Can I get up close? Sure. I have a bald spot just below my sideburn and just above the sort of... Oh, there's a couple. There is actually a couple hairs over here that connect. I thought you would go to the barbershop and instruct the young man, say like, I want you to shave a... uh, Half an inch between my sideburn and my beard. Yes. So this is not a choice. No, I don't do this. This really? is my natural... I used to have bald spots on my actual face, and I still do. They're kind of covered up by the beard hair. Uh-huh. Uh, but they just happen to be there. I don't know why that is. Do you mind if... I, mm. next, if like Before we record another podcast, if you sort of take a Sharpie mm. and just fill in, <laughs> fill in the space. You know, maybe I should. I just go au natural. Once in a while, people say, "Why don't you? Why doesn't your beard connect to your hair?" And I That's go, "Rude." Yeah, it is rude. And I say, hmm? "I don't know." Did a little kid say it? Like, "Mommy, why doesn't that man's beard <laughs> connect to the rest of his hair?" Come, come, Donald. <laughs> Get away from that man. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there mm. are little connectors, little connecting hairs. Yeah, like there's a couple hairs. It's in like there, a Confederation but... bridge. Oh my <laughs> god! Today, I, I love how you just made that connection. 
with compared to James's face. Well, yeah, my beard is PEI and my hair <laughs> is New Brunswick. <laughs> have you been to PEI, Adam? I have been to PEI and I love it. Spill the beans. What's, Spill the what's beans. there to do? Um, what's Who's, there to do? You can go to one of the beautiful red beaches. You I've can been to go, those. Yep. Beautiful. Why Incredible. are they red? Is it blood from the soldiers of World War One? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can go uh, kick Mike Duffy right in the butt. Uh, every oh visitor is allowed to do that. Uh, <laughs> is he from there? Yes, he's from Cavendish, PEI. A great big guy from a tiny little place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they can only have like like a few Mike Duffy-sized guys on the island because it's so small. It'll sit yeah, one, yeah they, there's a law. Let's hope that the guy from Blues Traveler uh, is never there at the same time <laughs> as Mike Duffy. Am I Huge right? Huge disaster in PEI. <laughs> the Blues Traveler guy is visiting and combined with Mike Duffy, it's sinking into the ocean. <laughs> the army has been called out to assassinate the guy from Blues Traveler. So were you in Melbourne, Australia? Or I was in Sydney? Sydney, Australia. Is there one of the two cities, mm-hmm. I think, has a statue... Of Dame Edna. Did you see it? <laughs> no. When you were there? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. But um Do you regret not seeing it? I would have I would have made made a pilgrimage. Do you think Dame Edna is saying that people are too sensitive these days? I think that it's a pretty good bet that Dame Edna's doing that because I think uh Dame Edna is in her eighties and it's still a man dressed like a lady. Uh, saying the unsayable. It's like Ricky Gervais in drag. Yeah. I, kind of. Isn't it disappointing that all of our, some of our comedy heroes, you meet them uh, up close and personal and they're like, I want to still say the N word. And you're like, <laughs> oh no. I liked yeah. you so much when I was a teenager. Apparently Dame Edna's original name was Dame N word. And then she <laughs> had to change the name because of that outcry. You know, comedy has changed. Comedy has changed. It's I like, hope uh, when we're old, we don't have some stupid view now that uh, we think is good, and then our grandchildren are going to be like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it could happen, although maybe not. Things changed a lot since, like, the 60s and stuff. Probably, I bet if you were a grandparent in 1920, Imagine. your 1920 grandkids weren't like, oh, my God, he's so outdated. No, they so- were like, yay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love our unwoke grandparents. <laughs> so I bet our I predict our grandkids will think we're cool. Yeah, I think we're going to be cool as hell. And we'll have the Twitter feed to back it up. Yeah, we're going to be on Twitter, we're going to be but on uh, I'm delete? saying that we can say to our grandkids, "Hey, you want you think your grandfather wasn't cool? Check out my Twitter feed from 2015." You but know? don't look at my Twitter feed uh before 2012. <laughs> don't look at anything. Uh luckily I've deleted every single thing. <laughs> You ever knew, uh, looking at me, your old granddad, I used to tweet little puns about Baby Yoda. (laughs) Pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, my God. Do you delete old tweets, I don't think I have. Okay. I think old promotional tweets. No one wants to see an old promotional tweet. (laughs) Yeah. No one needs to see that I was at the Annex Hotel monthly comedy show in July of 2024. Remember James Gunn? He's like, oh, I love having sex with kids. He did oh, all these yeah. tweets, but they were they were. And pretty... he lost the opportunity to yeah. direct the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel, I believe. But I think he got it back. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know, Chris Pratt is a major born again Christian. Yeah. Yes. Aside from being a beefcake. Yeah. yeah. I saw him at the MTV Awards, and he in his acceptance speech, he was like, three rules for life," and, and they were all kind of light and charming, like you know, uh, you know, they were all kind of jokes. Work hard. Yeah, exactly. And then the third one was uh, pray. Pray to God. 
And everyone's like, oh. At the MTV Movie Awards? Something like, yeah, Work one hard, of those awards. Be nice, bathe in the blood of Christ, <laughs> yeah. the Redeemer, who was seated at the right hand of the Father. <laughs> <laughs> who was he married to before when he was a schlubby? Anna Ferris. Sh- so, he, so he was like the schlubby guy, she was the babe, and yeah. then he became... Mr. Hunk, and yeah. then immediately left her? Is that what happened, basically? I think they broke up, yeah. Mm. You know, I met Anna Ferris one time. Really? She was incredibly nice. <clears throat> wow. Yep. Where did nice. you meet her? I met her at a Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs 2 presser. <laughs> wow. When wow. I would interview celebrities. I was a young Tanner Zipchin in my day, in my early 20s. Tanner Zipchin. Now, to listeners from outside of Canada, and we do have uh, many... Adam, would you care to explain who Tanner Zipchen is and why he's in the news? I'd love to. Tanner Zipchen used to be our, whenever you'd go see a movie at the Cineplex, uh, he would be the celeb interviewer, mm-hmm. and he would uh, you know, uh, direct you to your phone to maybe go to Cineplex.com and buy a movie that you are just about to see <laughs> before you see it. Or uh, do a game on time your phone. play? Is that time what it's called? Play. Time play. And uh, <laughs> he was just recently let go by Cineplex. And people are pissed here. Are pissed it's like, off. it's the same old story. It's like death of a salesman. You give your whole life to a company, and they throw you out on your damn ass at yep. the end. Bye-bye, thanks. Although, Good luck. I, I went to see a movie recently, and Tanner Zipchin is still playing. His interviews are still Whoa. playing in uh, the Cineplex. Does he look a bit rough? Like, he's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care anymore about this. <laughs> <laughs> What else is a good topic to bring up? I have to blow my nose, so let's take a pause. Take a break. There was a time before, Adam, before we started recording, um, where you looked up at both me and James, and we were both blowing our noses at the same time. Mm -hmm. We both had tissues. How did that make you feel? Did you think, like, I don't know what I've gotten myself involved in here? I feel like you guys hang out so much. Well, now you guys live together that you guys are probably on the same booger schedule. You know how (laughs) women's cycles sync up when they spend a lot of time together? Yeah. I've noticed that our pee cycles and our (laughs) blowing our nose cycles have synced up. Mm -hmm. Are you guys peeing at the same time? Or is it a rush to the bathroom? Well, it's I, a rush, you know. Right. Uh, I'll push Mike out of the way and knock him down. And there was one time last week, though, where I accidentally left the door unlocked, and I was uh, I was treating myself to a sit down pee, mm-hmm. and James barged that open through the door, and you're probably gonna get mad at me for saying, but you insisted on peeing between my legs. It's true. And I hated that <laughs> when you did that. Well, I drink a lot of energy drinks, yeah. Powerade, Gatorade, and yeah. when you do that. Um, it, when you gotta go, you gotta go. And how much space would you say, like, um, would did because your average toilet bowl is probably the size of a basketball? Yeah, how much? That's an interesting way to look what, at it. Um, what sport ball would you be able to fit inside of the space that you're um, leaving when you're taking a sit down pee? Do you think you could fit a full baseball in between your legs into the toilet bowl? <laughs> it's pretty narrow. I'm going to say probably a small, a small. It's not baseball. that narrow, Mike. Like a tennis ball. A tennis ball. A tennis ball. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. James, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, I don't know if you guys want to talk about this. So James mm-hmm. uh, took. I'm a, an open book. Took a, a whiz. Yes. Um, into that space. How yeah. did he do with aiming? Did you get any on you? Well, let's just say if you, if James, if you were playing one of those aiming a squirt gun games at a fair, you wouldn't have won uh, the prize for accuracy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys what I did. Um, 
I had to pee so bad. I burst into the bathroom. Mike's sitting on the can. I go, sorry, dude, gotta go. And I'm I I uh, work out a lot. I'm very uh, flexible. Yeah. So I immediately, Mission Impossible style, sort of jump up and put my arms and legs out against the walls. So I was kind of like, you know. Like you know what I'm talking about, like Tom yeah. Cruise and Mission Impossible. I've got his thing right in front of my so, just face. so I could aim in the hole because yeah. I couldn't really. So I'm aiming down. I've got my uh, holding myself up, my arms and legs against the wall, and I peed straight down in between Mike's legs. And if I missed a drop or two, well, sue me. You got a bit of piss on me. <laughs> <laughs> when, you've heard of trickle down economics. Well, this was trickle down pee <laughs> trickling down from my chest. Into the bowl. And you must have just laughed at each other. You must have made eye contact and just had a laugh. Well, James was laughing. Yeah. I was fuming. I was I was up there on the on the holding myself up above the ground, laughing, 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 pee streaming out of me. I was shaking my hard. fist at you. Yeah, Mike. As you peed. Yeah, and you I had mean, we've all been in both scenarios. Yeah. And I mean you just when you're getting piss uh all over your thighs, all over your naked thighs. And you were wearing you were wearing like your really nice outfit, Mike, a nice shirt. Yeah, I was wearing my nice shirt and my nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so you had an event. Mad. You had an event right yes. after or something. I was holding a mixer for uh, uh, men in Toronto between jobs. <laughs> Uh, sort of like a, a job fair between job fair. Right, they were coming just like yeah. right after. Yeah. So I had to explain why I had <laughs> damp marks on my nice shirt and pants. Yeah, oh boy, what a night! It yeah. is embarrassing because you know when you come out of the bathroom and you have like some water, some uh, you wash your hands. Yes, yes. You um, you're like I didn't pee all over myself. <clears> Obviously, <throat> this is water. It is embarrassing when you have to be like, I know what you're thinking, and yes, there's piss all over my legs <clears> and <throat> shirt. Yeah, I I was just mortified. And did you you didn't take a shower right afterwards? I had no time. Hmm. No, plus I you know what I was gonna do. Uh, with the clothes, like I can, because that's your only nice set of clothes. Yes, yeah. yes, so. yes. <laughs> I remember as a kid experimenting mm-hmm. with. I had heard about peeing in the shower. Go ahead. And I experimented for a bit with with doing it. Then I thought it was. It just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, especially when your shower um, backs up and there's a bunch of water that gets backed mm, up. On the yeah, thing. yeah. You need a clear with drain. your thick piss. <laughs> It is funny though. <laughs> P is uh, it is sterile. It's true. I'm, I'm going to be honest here. This is a major reveal, but I was always disgusted by the idea of peeing in the shower. Okay. And then recently, I did it. Uh oh. I, I thought because of the circle. No, because no. They talk about peeing in the <clears throat> shower right. in the circle. Really? And everyone says they do it, and I don't do it. Everybody on this on this show. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought I get it. It's kind of fun. And I guess it's just going down it's the drain <laughs> and you're cleaning. Like, there's a bunch of soap and water coming, you know, washing it away. I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I know it's a crazy thing. It's a, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy choice. Do you pee in the shower or not? Yeah. I mean, Adam, you haven't answered if you do. Yeah, you're, you're conspicuously silent. Well, everyone listening at home knows that I clearly did answer that I don't. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Have you ever peed into the toilet from the shower? <laughs> no. Have you? Okay, James. Never had the hell not the pleasure. You know what? I noticed recently uh, there's a Toronto bar that used to have in the urinals because uh, sometimes peeing can be quite a chore for a guy. <laughs> it's very grim. It's not fun. 
So there's a bar that had to to make peeing fun. Uh-huh. In the urinal, they had a little toy, a piss toy, where it was like uh, a little soccer yep. net. Yes. Was and, this a Sneaky D's? Where was this? Um, it was a, a Firkin bar. <laughs> I've I've seen that at, and at it has other a little places. soccer ball, mm. and you're supposed to like pee on the ball to like. I don't know. You didn't score a goal, but it was just something like a diversion. Yeah. And I, the last time I went, sadly they had removed the no. urinal game. Wow. I wonder so who won the game. Is, huh. I wonder who won. But now peeing is just once again grim. Yeah. Sad. I read that they do that, or they, or they'll put like the, some places will draw like a little bee on the urinal or something like that because men, if you have something to aim at. <laughs> you pee outside the urinal less. Apparently, that's true. They put those little trinkets and funny things oh. in the urinal, so you just so it's not just for floor. fun. No, it's for sanitation. But I it went. is fun, and this is exactly why women say men have got it better than women. Right? Yeah, we're having when fun you're in the, the urinal. There's no game. There's no, there's no. No soccer ball in the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, women are like, oh, I want to pee on that soccer ball. <laughs> we see a soccer ball, we can't wait to pee on it. It's just like in, in uh, I'm so trained from that urinal, yep. even in, in reality, like say it's a summer's day in the park, people are playing soccer, I see that ball, I just go into a trance and I run after it and start uh, <laughs> pissing on the ball. Yeah. And then I snap out of it and I'm like, usually I see some like unhappy faces and I'm like, sorry, I'm just, I'm used to <laughs> to that. And they understand completely. Absolutely, yeah. What what other sports would you guys like to, to piss on? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Huh. Hmm. Ping pong ball? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of small. It'd be harder to hit. Yeah, right. a bit more of a challenge. Um, well, as a as a blue blooded Canuck, I'd like to piss on some hockey. Absolutely. Yes. Maybe you know it'd be great for me as a Leafs fan if they had a little um, Montreal Canadiens oh, miniature jersey in the. Uh, We're gonna the... get some emails about that. Well. <laughs> you know, um, imagine in a hockey game, it's a big game, and then the 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 player who like you know is, pulls all the tricks, <laughs> yeah. like the sneaky guy. He's like, I got a plan for this last period, and he pisses on the puck. And it makes it extra slippy, uh, slippery on oh, the ice. God. And then he passes it to Matthews, and he shoots, and he scores. Oh, why is it so yellow? Uh, oh, God. This sounds the like net. it could go directly into your um, your screenplay for Mighty Ducks 5. <laughs> yeah. Piss puck. <laughs> Here's an idea. So you know how Don Cherry recently, beloved Canadian icon Don Cherry, got into some trouble. He lost his job yeah. uh, as one of the co-hosts of Hockey Night in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Coach's Corner. I think as a tribute to Don Cherry, because this country loves him from east coast to west coast to the north, yep. in urinals across the country, instead of the <laughs> little soccer ball, we have a little Don Cherry head, and the mouth is open, and to make sure... So it's fun for the peer, the pisser. It's also, it also keeps things clean. You have to piss in his mouth. And it's a little tip of the hat to Don Cherry, because we all love him. You have to piss in Don Cherry's mouth. <laughs> That's a that's a good idea. And when you fill it up, he goes, "Let's go, yeah. <laughs> rock 'em, suck 'em, piss in my mouth." <laughs> oh. oh wow! You also were in not only Australia, but you went to. Bermuda, Bermuda, Bahama, come on. You went to Bermuda as yep. part of just Australia for East. Australia uh, East. Tiny little island. Not in the Caribbean. 
Bermuda's not in the Let Caribbean? me burst your little fucking bubble right here. Whoa. Bermuda is not in the bubble. It is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in oh. line with North Dakota. What? So it is kind of cool in Bermuda this time of year. It's not a tropical paradise. I'm right. But still surprised. Yeah. What was the... Uh, how many shows did you do in Bermuda? Four and shows, were you three of, nights. Four what? shows, three nights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, was I afraid of what? The triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Well, Good here's, question. Here's the thing about the triangle: is that um, people are like, "Oh, the ships ah, go mm-hmm. missing, mm-hmm. and planes go missing in the triangle." <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is from like 1905, when like planes right. would it would be rare for a plane to not to land crash in the Atlantic Ocean. So <gasps> yeah, it's kind of got a bad rep. The Bermuda Triangle right. feels really 80s to me. I feel like that's the kind of thing people brought up in the 80s. Am I wrong? Nobody people, talks about it anymore. Nobody, I guess. No, I guess not. Well, I wasn't really around. You guys are older boys than me, right? Yeah. This is like we'll give you two grade tips. 12s hanging out with a grade niner. It'd be very... Un- <laughs> well, not even because you're 37. I mean, if you were in grade 12, I would be in grade... Grade, grade 7, James. So it would Shit. almost be illegal for us to hang out with... <laughs> Can you guys imagine grade 12, prom, you guys go, you take your date, and yeah. then after prom, after you kiss your date goodbye, mm-hmm. you come hang out with me... A grade fourteen year old, fourteen, thirteen year old, a thirteen year old boy. Oh, gives makes me sick just thinking about it. (laughs) It would be weird if when we were both eighteen or nineteen, we hung out with a thirteen year old you, a thirteen year old me. And I'm telling you about. I remember being nineteen, and I I assume that you guys were listening to Weezer or oh yeah, I was like that. Whereas I Seven Mary Three, I remember um, very fondly hearing a band and being like. I have found my Beatles. I have found my band. They don't swear. They Their songs are perfect pop songs. Um, they're very tight, and I am confident I will like this band forever. And this is incredible. And that band's name was New Found Glory. <laughs> and that, for me, was it. I, I had arrived. Wow. Are you still all in with New Found Glory? Um, I can't say I am, but <laughs> at the time, I remember really thinking that they were cool. And they had a fiddle player, right? That's Yellow Card, James. Oh, yeah. you're right. That's Yellow Card. Take a fucking walk, James. <laughs> Can what did you remind us? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, what songs did um, New Found Glory have? My Friends have? Over You. Hmm. You might have just missed Newfound Glory. I I remember the lead singer's face. He had kind of a strong face. He had a strong face, bushy eyebrows. Yes, I remember that guy. Yeah, I think he had a lip ring. Mm, Sounds like a tough customer. I'm looking him up. Lip ring. And um, I remember, I I mean, Adam Christie wasn't, uh, didn't shy away from a ring. You had a ring? Can you boys guess what ring I had? Eyebrow? James? Hmm. Uh, can Nip- I change nipple? Nipple. Are- Can I change my answer to nose? Nose? Hmm. Th- that's locked in. Final answer. Final yep. answer. Final nose. answer. Michael Blazo, I'm afraid by changing. <laughs> no, no, a- I meant eyebrow oh, ring. Walked away from the middle. You I did have an eyebrow, eyebrow ring. ring. Whoa. For a week, it got very infected, and I took it out. <laughs> really? I remember when I got my eyebrow ring at uh, the flea market in Cambridge, Ontario. I remember the person. <laughs> Who was giving me the eyebrow ring? He was put his hands very close to my face to start, and I remember distinctly thinking, "Hmm, this man's hands smell like poo." <laughs> <laughs> this man who's just about to put a needle into my eyebrow 
Uh, his oh. hands have the defined scent of poo on them. That is wow. so gross. Yeah. And, and um, really my, interesting that you remember that. My eyebrow got very inflamed, and I had to go to the hospital where they drained a huge ball of pus out of my eyebrow. <laughs> Ma'am, your son has poo in his <laughs> eyebrow. We need to drain his head. <laughs> That's crazy. So you smell poo on this guy's hand. Yeah. Then it gets infected. He got what the hell, <laughs> man? This guy got poo in your so eye. So the moral of the story is don't, if you are, for all the 13-year-olds listening to this podcast, which wow. I assume that there are many, yes. don't get an eyebrow ring piercing at the Cambridge Mall Flea Center um, or the Flea Center next to the, the Cambridge Mall. Wow. And to think you could have avoided that if he had just had some Purell. If he just had some Purell or washed his hands. Did, no did, gloves. Was it painful when you got infected? No, it wasn't painful, but it was very gross. It was like a, a sack of uh, yellow pus in my eyebrow. Oh my god! What did the guy look like? Was he like, like a like a biker or like yeah, a... like a tattoo man? Right, and not one of these like new hip tattoo men who you know you go to the tattoo studio. There's dogs everywhere. And <laughs> might as well be a Wall Street music. guy. Yeah, yeah, might as well. And uh, everyone's hanging out and having fun. And um, yeah, no, this was a this was a biker type man. I remember my mother was with me when it happened. Whoa! So she approved. She approved, and I I think I would be lying if I said that I wasn't a little bit influenced by Jonathan Davis from Corn. <laughs> wow! We just talked about Corn the other week. day. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Do you think that Jonathan Davis had a similar experience the, the first time he got an eyebrow piercing? <laughs> you know what? I think to this day he still has an eyebrow piercing. So I think that whoever did his eyebrow piercings. Hands were clean as a clean as a baby's butt. But Jonathan Davis is so twisted, he was probably like, oh, I want someone with poo hands to put this in my eyebrow. You know what I'd love to see you do, Adam? Yeah, go ahead. A documentary where <laughs> yeah. you go back and you delve into your personal history, and we see you today as you are, a nice clean-cut guy, and we see a, pic- a shocking picture of you, like 13, with an eyebrow piercing. 13, yeah. And you're like, I'm going on a journey into the past. I'm going to try and find <laughs> the man with poo fingers who gave me an eyebrow piercing and talk to him and ask him if he knew and what, what, what was going through his mind yeah. when he did this. That'd be an interesting documentary or, or you know, series. Or a uh, podcast series. Yes. Yeah. At, worst, at worst, it could be a This American Life segment. At worst. At, or at very worst. Hopefully, it's yeah, a yeah. whole series. Anthology, This American Life. <laughs> Ira Glass intros it. Yeah. Chapter two. <laughs> Canadian man, Adam Christie, when he was younger, got poo in his eyebrow. Here's Adam Christie to investigate. Canada Land presents a poo eyebrow. I can see you making your Oscar acceptance speech either for the podcast or the film documentary. Uh, for winning uh, the best prize, and in the last episode, I confront him as yeah. he uh, yeah. as he gets off his motorcycle. And we we close up on your hands. <laughs> yeah. You have poo on your hands now, and you insist on giving him an eyebrow piercing. I have a needle and I have a, <laughs> a, a piece of dog shit. And you're screaming at a man <laughs> who doesn't know what's happening. And I get him right in the face <laughs> with a shit-filled needle. And, uh, and I, love it. I was going to say an alternate ending could be you're, it's more emotional, and Adam goes. Do you realize what you did? You you had poo on your hands and and then I got this infection, you know? And maybe the guys like, "Well, look, maybe we're not that different in a way. Like you have poo on your hands right now and you and and Adam goes, "I do." And then he looks and it's covered in poo. Oh my god. And then the two of you like 
hold hands and his is covered in poo and it's smears and it and, smears yeah. and you guys have an emotional moment oh. and there's like the sad music swells yeah yeah can i offer also andy shof does the uh <laughs> music <laughs> mm. i have an idea for yet another alternate ending mm-hmm. you guys sure hear? Mm-hmm. what if it doesn't go to plan and you go back to cambridge and you like <clears throat> track down where he lived and you've tracked down his family and then his mom is like I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no. The man with poo hands who gave you a poo eyebrow infection, my son, my beloved son, he passed away. And so it ends with you just standing oh. in the winter in front of his grave. And we see the grave and the gravestone says like, R.I.P. Poo Man or whatever <laughs> his name was. And then you lay a, like a bouquet of flowers on the grave. And then we see you touch the grave and you smear mm. some feces on his gravestone. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Wow. I just came up with that off the top of my head. And how did he die, do you think? How did he die? Of an inf- a poo infection? Well, do you did if he... you eat a poo, do you die? Or do you get That's really a good sick? question. Your own poo is probably you wouldn't die. Someone else's? Poo is a um uh, disinfectant, right? Like if you get a jellyfish sting, you walk around the beach <laughs> <as> <laughs> Strangers to poo, to poo on the wound. And I know that during World War One, during the mustard gas attacks, yep. the soldiers <laughs> would poo in rags and then hold the rags up to their noses because <laughs> oh, it would God. pacify yeah. the mustard gas yeah. and keep them alive. It's a natural <laughs> cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, who do we call at the CBC to get this started? <sighs> who could we call? Glenn McCauley? Glenn McCauley or Matt Galloway. Matt Galloway. Former yeah. host of Metro Matt Morning, Gall- now the yeah. host of The Current. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Did you, did you think about getting any other piercings? I mean, you started with a wild one. Did you think about getting ears done or nose? Or I think I thought about them all. You know what? I don't think I, I, th- I, don't think I, w- I was a big labray. What do you call this one? Oh, in the middle of oh, your, under your lip? Yeah. Oh. I don't like. People do this a lot. Oh, I don't like that. Or tongue, I really don't like. Yeah, tongue piercing, because those people would t- really talk with their mouth open to yeah. show everybody. I, I hated seeing mm. a tongue Did you ever get piercing. pierced, James? Um, no, I never, I never did. But, uh, you know, in my club days, I definitely thought about, about it, you know. Um, sometimes well, you I do of, clip-ons just to see the experience, right. you know. And you wear a lot of body, body jewelry, like a, um, mm-hmm. what, what's it called, that... The, that necklace that you wear around your belly? Your you, waist, yeah. You wear. What's have, that called? I just call it a belly necklace. Right. Um, I have the nipple thing Janet Jackson wore at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know you've experimented. You had like horns, uh, sort of like... Yeah, body mods, I Body do. mods. You had horns, like you had like the base drilled into your skull mm-hmm. so you could change the horns whenever you yeah. wanted. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't too much care for that look. It's a little freaky. Well... And your tail... Don't get me started. You know on your what, tail. though? Pickup artists will tell you you just want to be noticed. You go into a club, you just want to be noticed. And right. let me tell you, when you have body mod horns on your head and a waist uh, necklace, you get noticed. <laughs> yep, you get noticed. Adam, yep. Did uh, d- did the crowd in Bermuda were they all tourists or were they local Bermuda very, people? Very good question, Mike. Hmm. Uh, they were all locals. Wow. Did they get your references to cool Toronto things? You know what? They're my references to... I would change them. Mm. Uh, so you know my bit about Young Street? Mm-hmm. Walking down Young Street, um, try not to get mugged, like that bit. <laughs> uh-huh. I just... I, I, I would ask locals, like, what is your dangerous street? What's kind of like the... Mm. But what 
here's the problem is, uh, as you guys know, I have a lot of jokes about um, uh, Windsor, Ontario. I have a reference to mm-hmm. um, the Durham region. Okay. I have a reference to, and here's the, the problem. If you go to Vancouver, say, and you say, I have a joke, usually I say, um, usually I say uh, uh, Kitchener, kind of, uh, you know, people make fun of it. You go to Vancouver, they'll tell you, say Abbotsford. And then you say Abbotsford, ah, Abbotsford. everyone gets it and everyone wow. knows what you're talking about. Like, this sh- that shitty city. The problem with Bermuda is there is no other, there's nothing around it. Mm. So I'm bashing Caribbean islands Uh-oh. or just other islands and people do not have the same type <laughs> of like rivalry with the other close islands. Right. Did you like, tear the Bahamas a new one? <laughs> like I would be like... Uh, of uh, this guy's from the Azores. Silence. No one. Like, no one <laughs> God. Like, no. Yeah. Did you go after the Atlantic Ocean? You're like, yeah. I hate this thing. It makes me <laughs> sick to my stomach. Um, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> we love the Atlantic Ocean. You know what? I would constantly, and I think it's just being an Ontario and and being a Torontonian, mm-hmm. I kept calling the Atlantic Ocean Lake Ontario. Oh, you oh. got confused. Yeah. And people would be like, Rookie. The Atlantic Ocean. I'd be very embarrassed. Ah, oh, goodness. Um, so yeah, kind of a, kind of a bummer because that's kind of ha- half of my act is kind of references to other cities around um, surrounding around areas. But my other, my other uh, jokes went pretty well. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I should put something about this eyebrow ring in my act. It's very funny. Everything you eyebrow- just said was great. Yeah, I think um, I remember when I got the eyebrow piercing. I I showed up to school the next day, and my bully, um, the bully who would bully me every day. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I hate my, this guy already. Yeah, I I don't know if in my mind I was like, um, he's gonna think I'm cool now. Like mm. I think he'll he'll probably lay off me now that I have this eyebrow ring. <laughs> and uh, he went uh, as I walked down the hall. He went, he went eyebrow ring. Did it hurt? Keep walking, tough guy. That's what he said to you? Yeah. Weird Whoa. that he said it in that tone. Eyebrow yeah. ring. <laughs> Eyebrow ring. Did it hurt? Keep walking, tough guy. And I'll Jeez. never forget it. Did the guy have poo fingers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Christy, uh, bet you got that eyebrow ring over at uh, Cambridge Center uh, Flea Market? <laughs> yeah, me and the fellows paid my fucking uncle to put shit all over his fingers <laughs> and put your eyebrow ring on. Dude, you fucking piece of shit. Uh. They probably called me a gay slur, and that was that. Do you do you know? I never what thought that, about <laughs> maybe my high school bully paid the guy to put shit all over his hands. Wow. Do, do you know what that bully's plot? up to now? I think he's doing very well in Damn. investment banking. Oh, that's annoying. I was hoping his yeah. life sucked. Yeah, usually your bully goes into you know um, fails at his whatever, but my bully's doing better than me, and it uh, hurts my feelings. Wow. Well, but but you know, people with a regular job, they might look at what you're doing and go, "Well, that would be the well, I dream." Think if you're making um, you know a lot, if you're making a lot of money on uh, Wall Street, <laughs> Damn. You're, doing, you're doing okay. I he, wanted he him go, to be he goes in the on gutter. a lot of vacations, more uh, traveling than I do. Damn. Well, me, maybe. I'll... You know, the stress of being on Wall Street or investment banking will take its toll and he'll just kill himself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Interesting, right? True, very, very true. Interesting. Hmm. That's food for thought. Food for thought. Maybe my high school Billy will kill himself. Damn. We'll be right back. <laughs> is there anything else we want? We've had a wonderful time talking to you, Adam. What is your favorite city to perform in? I'm just going to ask you that Whoa. question. Yeah. Well, Other go- than Toronto, because that's too easy. Obviously, yeah. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. 
I had a very good time in Guelph the other day. You guys ever been to Guelph? <laughs> oh, yeah, Guelph. Well, yeah. We, we our guest last week was from Guelph. We talked a bit about Jackie Guelph. Jackie Pirico? No, um, the guitarist from Pup, oh. Steve Zlokowski. He had gone to university in Guelph. That's right. Oh. He talked about how you did not want to mess with the farmer students and the veterinarian students. Whoa! Yeah. Really? I've heard that, too. The, the vets? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. These guys walk around like they own the place because they know how to, like... If a horse has the flu, they know how to help it get better. Listen, buddy, I know how to kill every fucking animal, okay? Somebody once said to me, what about, are there vets for, like, you know, exotic animals, like elephants and stuff? And I was like, I, I think they just die. Because they're not pets. I think they, you just... I guess... I guess a vet must know how to fix it. Right. Like a, a, at a zoo? I guess at a zoo. I think if you lived at a or if you worked at a zoo, you probably know how to fix it, a giraffe. Yeah. Hmm. Crinks in the neck. <laughs> very interesting. But it would be also very funny if they're like, the draft's sick, so I guess it's gonna die. Yeah, I can do dogs, not cats, my job, and hamsters. <laughs> I ain't touching that thing. I, I can do what I do to a dog to it. <laughs> Even it's if I could legs. help that, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that thing wants to die. <laughs> When's the last time any of you went to a zoo? I haven't been since high school, and I don't want to go to a zoo. I went to the Brooklyn Zoo, and I left after 10 minutes because I was quite sad. Mm. Really? Yep. And it's Why? weird because a lot of people say Brooklyn itself is a zoo. It is a so zoo. many people, and it's so, so wild and dangerous. A concrete jungle, yep. Um, what made you sad in particular about the Brooklyn uh, there Zoo? Was a, there was a lemur in a um, cage that was maybe the size of um, that couch cushion, mm-hmm. um, okay. and it was running back and forth very quickly uh, of three feet. And I remember turning to my girlfriend and saying... I'm going to cry. Oh. How come if New York has this zoo, and they have a few, mm-hmm. a certain Mr. Scorsese never has any scenes in his mob movies huh. where the characters go to, <laughs> to the zoo? I could huh. see them and look feeding the a guy to a, an animal, a gorilla or a tiger or something at the zoo. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. some mafia guy. Actually, in is it in Goodfellas or The Irishman where they go to Florida and they all they go to a zoo and they almost throw a guy into a bear cage because he owes them money. Oh well, there you go. Does that happen? Yes. In Goodfellas, I don't remember that. Yes, he goes to Tampa. I think I answered my own question. Remember that scene in The Irishman where they go to throw a man in the bear cage, and you can clearly see that <laughs> although he looks very young, um, Robert De Niro's character is struggling mightily to lift up a, a young man because even, his body is failing him as a 70 year old man and the bear itself also looks weird because you can tell it's an elderly bear it's having trouble breathing and it the face looks a little glitchy yeah like they tried to do something they did the paddington technology over top the bear to make it look younger it was stressful when robert de niro was on the rocks at the beach you're like don't slip let me tell you, I, I tried to watch that movie, and I tapped out after one hour. I was done. I, I would say, I, I know Mike loved it, and some of our other friends loved it. I really liked it, but it wasn't quite as, uh, didn't quite, I didn't quite love, love, love it as much as some people. I hate, I would say that I, I hated The Irishman. Wow! I did not like it at all. Wow. I didn't know how, how old is he supposed to be? I, I mean, I know this is like the... Um, well, he the, starts in his, when they first show up, I think he's supposed to be in his... Mid thirties, <laughs> basically my age. No, okay. But you move like he Robert De Niro does. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but his face looks like he's fifty-five years old. Yeah. Wow. 
Do you think that it, like the insurance that they had to take out for the Irishman must have been astronomical because everyone involved was in their 80s, including the crew. <laughs> Imagine the, the boom mic operators, like a man shaking, 83 years old, yep. sitting in a lawn chair. Yeah, somebody, I bet, a reinsurance company in Bermuda made a lot of money on the Irish. Oh, Let yeah. That, and Scorsese, what... he made the whole crew dress young as well. <laughs> All yeah, dressed like Bart Simpson. A 70-year-old in a Atticus, Blink-182 Atticus brand skate t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God bless us, every single one of us. Oh. Um, do you guys any, have anything to plug? Oh, great question. You know, it's nice for a guest to ask that for once, because yeah. it's always us asking. Yeah, it's a, kind of unfair that you guys never get hmm, to plug your... That's a great uh, point. Well... James, have you ever thought about getting plugs uh, oh, in, in the middle the, of your my beard bald spot? Yeah. You know what? When, my, when, I, when I haven't had a haircut in a while and my hair grows out, mm-hmm. you don't notice the bald spot because it kind of hangs over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So plugs might be a waste of, of time. But I could get... You know, plugs are out. Hair now, transplant. Hair transplant. I yeah. could get a hair transplant. Yeah. What if so that the little patch between your um, sideburn and your beard mm. doesn't stand mm. out? What if you get just some zigzags all throughout your beard and your head so that sure. every two inches there's just a <laughs> oh yeah like a Look bald really line? Yeah. Like so, that famous Mentos commercial where the man sits down on the park bench and it makes uh, stripes on his suit. Yes. And, then he ro- and he's like, he eats a Mentos and then he rolls around on it <laughs> so his whole suit is pinstriped. That's that's what a fun idea. I love that eating that Mentos gave him that joie de vivre. What about two tattoos right there? It's not a bad idea. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> right on your, right your tattoo. <laughs> or like one that says gun goes here, right on your temples. Whoa. <laughs> be fucked up. So just to be clear, you thought I maybe shaved this part of my face. <laughs> I definitely did. did th- think wow, that. do people think I shave? Well, a, I thought it was. This... A st- I thought it was a style choice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I, I think I think do it's other cool. people. I I'm glad it. But I wonder if people think I made this choice to shave under my sideburns. Well, let me tell you, I did do. I've already done one James Facebook poll today. Okay. Uh, in the last Ooh. hour. Um, okay. I, I took a photo. So James, uh, um, I was over at Ooh. James's place a few weeks ago, yeah. and I noticed in his house that there is a um, there is a a statue on his bookshelf that okay. looks a lot like a male's phallic Penis. object. Okay. And, um, I took to uh, Instagram and mm-hmm. I said uh, that uh, I'm at James's place, and James insists that this is not a penis. Yeah, as you can see, Michael. This is. Um, oh, so what's God. your Instagram so people can check My this Instagram out? My Instagram is uh, Adam Christie eighty seven. The year I was born. Okay, and um, uh, let's go see what the. Okay, so I, then I made a poll: Is this a penis? <laughs> and ninety three percent of people say uh, yes, and seven percent say no. Well, just I goes mean, to show you, uh, most people are dumb. It looks like Willem Dafoe getting out of the shower. If that's what you mean, <laughs> right? He has a big penis. Yeah. He looks. His face looks like he has a big penis. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, the the statue you're talking about is an owl on a perch, and you were uh, Adam's looking at the side of it. If you saw it straight on, you'd see its owl face. Mike, from the you, side, okay, maybe it looks a from bit the like side a penis. total penis. Yeah, have you ever seen a throbbing owl? Um, like big... interesting question. No, I haven't. Mm, well, I haven't. Interesting. Maybe with like uh like a a sack at the bottom of the the owl's feet. I haven't, which is, you know, 
Makes me think that you're right, Adam, because that does, from the side, really look like a... Like I said, Willem Dafoe uh, coming out of the shower. And I have no problem with it being sex positive. It's just Mm. the denial that you think it's an owl and not a... Maybe I should just embrace it and be one of those people. Like, remember the guy in The Shining who, who, um, like, left the hotel and he had all those paintings of naked women around his his apartment? Mm -hmm. Remember that guy? Not when when Jack Nicholson and the family were stuck in the hotel and the the kid would try to make a psychic connection with that guy who was in Denver. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you remember his decorations, it was very sexual, a lot of pictures of naked women. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should just be like, like that guy. I'll have penis statues around. I'll have big paintings of me naked and naked ladies. Um, that's weird. Why is that weird, Mike? I don't think Mike? it's good. I don't, like, I don't want to see that. I would love to do your nude. Okay. Like if I got some watercolors and... <laughs> I honestly love like a lounging James. Are you a painter? Yep. Wow. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see... Um, you know, in art classes, it's often like... You know, painting the nude form. I feel like you 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 see the male nude nude form painted less. Yeah, it's not sort of uh, maybe um, you know geometrically you know curvy in 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 the same way. It's kind of like a a straight line of the of a body, and then a weird little penis coming out. It's a little less probably less fun to paint. Imagine if you signed up, James. I'm laughing at this idea. You uh, you're a horn dog. You sign up for a life painting class mm. or a little life drawing, and you think you're going to see all these ladies, mm. and you get there. Man, it's a damn guy up there. <laughs> what would you do? Rats. Would you ask for your damn money back? Would you set your canvas on fire? I would. I would. I would. I truly would. Thought so. It's a great question. <laughs> would you set your canvas on fire in that situation, Adam? No, because I have a great respect for the art form, and I would never set a canvas on fire. Would you burn a book? No, I would not. Well, question answered. Do you guys have anything to plug? <laughs> it's nice to be asked that by a guest for once instead of us always asking that question. Let me think. Am I in a time loop? Pardon? I just wondered if I was in a time loop because Adam asked that and then you said the same thing. I would like to plug our podcast, The Landlord and Tenant Podmas. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Apple uh Podcasts, mm-hmm. Stitcher, um not Spotify yet, but very soon, mm-hmm. and Google Play. Mm-hmm. And uh and our Patreon. Yes. We've got that to plug. Yes. And follow us on Twitter. I'm at James Hartnett. I'm at M. Balazzo. Yeah. Huh. Um, thanks so much for having us on the pod, Adam. This was like really fun. It was really cool to come on and chat with you about life and whatever. And no problem. And I've I've actually decided because I don't I don't need to I feel like it's a big thing to go make a Patreon and like, you know, uh do the, the tenant landlord tenant podcast um featuring just the Adam Christie episodes um <clears throat> for me. Mm-hmm. So I would just like to say that if you could reach out to me on Instagram, Adam Christie eighty seven. Okay. And um reach out and say that you just want to donate to it and um I'll give you my email address and then you can just direct uh deposit some money into my bank account. That's hmm. interesting, and I hope our fans do that. Isn't it nice when a lot of people online these days are just like, "If you want to send me money, here's my, here's my PayPal." Yeah. I think it's it's good. Do you have an OnlyFans account? What's an OnlyFans account? It's like a kind of a Patreon where people can pay a certain amount of money a month, and then you'll give them pictures of yourself, like <laughs> sometimes naked. Oh, yeah. No, well, I don't have get that. Get on you it. Must, Maybe you I will. must do it. Okay, well, just include that. We don't need to bring other websites or anything onto it. Just uh, hit me up on Instagram and uh, I'll give you the way to send me the money. Or just see me at a show. You know what I mean? Go yeah. to adamchristie.com, see where I'm... Slip you 20 bucks. You don't have to slip me. 
You don't have to slip me no, anything. No, I like people to slip it to no, you. No, you come up and very confidently and around people get, hand me twenty dollars. Do it secretly Mm-mm. in a way that looks like something illegal. I would happening. like to pr- someone proudly come up to me and say, "Adam Christie, I am a fan of yours, and I would like to give you this twenty dollar bill." And I say, "Thank you very much." And I encourage people around listening to this to, to do All the right. same. It's Amazing. Up it's up to you, audience. It's up to you. Well, Adam, thank you again so much for having us on your pod. This was so cool, and um, yeah, hope we hope to come on again some other time. And um, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks yep. for having us. Don't forget us. Ciao.